Welcome to Tales from the Packed Worlds. This is an original and actual play podcast of the tabletop role-playing game Starfinder from Paizo Publishing. Tales from the Packed Worlds is an action-packed story focused on touring the diverse and unique planets of the Packed World system. Now, let's begin. Everybody who's listening right now probably doesn't realize this, but yesterday was our very first company retreat for this podcast. <laughs> I also didn't realize it because I have no memory. Oh, really? <laughs> it's uh, It was quite a night, I will say that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One of those nights where I woke up and I was like afraid I'd be hungover, but I'm pretty sure I was just still drunk. So. Oh gosh. Yeah, <laughs> it was really fun editing the episode today too. While that was going down. <laughs> oh god. So it was I like, like I saw you guys all yesterday afternoon. I got to hear all of you all day today, and now I'm playing with you again. So. Aren't you so lucky? So fate demands. So <laughs> I to make you hungover all over again. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> no, but um, it's a joyous occasion. It was a lot of fun. I had I had a great time, and um, yes. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have another great time uh, killing you all today in this starship battle that we're about to have. Not if this I kill is... you first. Yeah. So this is um, before we get started. I do want to say about a little a little background information when it comes to me in starship combat. I'm not a big fan of it myself, um, but I'm also not very good at running it. Like, I know what to do. I know how to do it and whatnot. But I've just never had, like, really fun, really memorable Starship encounters. So I'll do my best for you guys. And uh, hopefully this one will be one for the books. If not, we're going to get through it super, super quick. Yeah, I think there was the only memorable one I have is one where you're just tired of Starship combat. I'm pretty sure we shot them once. And you're like, yeah, you, you killed them. Yeah, well, that's the great thing about it is because you guys have something on your ship now called the Emergency Accelerator. Ooh. So if you read up on that, it literally just allows you to end the starship combat. You just have to just, like, tank hits for a turn. But after, once that, once you tank hits for a turn, you just get the you get the hell out of there. Yeah. Get out of jail free, Cobb. First, That's the first line. It makes combat between starships no longer possible. So, yeah, if you guys are just like, bail, bail. You can just bail. <laughs> so thank, thankfully, they've added the emergency accelerator to the options for Starship Combat. But let's let's go in there and have a good time with this one. Um, then the last uh, episode, whenever we were ending, you heard the red alert go off on your ship. Red alert. Making the uh, klaxon, whatever these are called, yeah. super annoying for everybody. Helps with my hangover. Thank you. There it is. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, Lappy, the ship's AI, again, let you know that there was an incoming ship um, and their weapons were armed and ready. But um, as it draws closer, Lappy says, ship has been identified as the Crimson Claw. This is the doctor friend, the doctor's friend's Loba ship. Oh my god, there's too many apostrophe S's in that statement. The Doctor's <laughs> Friends Loba's <laughs> ship. Ah, the ship of an acquaintance of the Doctor. See? Yes, and uh, as the ship approaches, uh, there is an incoming hail. Oh, to screen? Bring my umbrella. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um. <laughs> So Lappy pulls it up, and it's a pre-recorded video message from Loba. And uh, for those of you who don't remember, Loba was the Patra, the humanoid cat person that was unceremoniously killed by Krog yeah. after you guys had received Wrath's Ruby. So like, you see this, this Patra woman come up on the screen, and she just like kind of sits down in her chair like her ship is very small it's like um the equivalent of like an x-wing or like a tie fighter in that there's really only enough space for herself in there mm. so there's no like space to like get up walk around like be comfortable um so she just sits there in like her like pilot's chair kind of rubs her hand to her forehead and lets out a big sigh and says hello rillo 
This message has been coded to be transmitted to you should my ship's sensors detect that the intrigue is leaving the planet's atmosphere. I had hoped our final meeting would have been under different circumstances. My superiors have discovered that there is a powerful and ancient artifact located on Triaxis and have decided to take it upon themselves to retrieve it. They've got some powerful zombie vesk or, or something coming to rendezvous with me on the planet to ensure its delivery to the Vescarium. Maybe you are already privy to this knowledge, but if you aren't, know that you have a target on your back. My ship has been programmed to fire upon yours until it determines that your vessel is inoperative. I've also been given orders to bring you into the fold and force you to lead us to this crazy thing they're looking for. Who knows if you even know what I'm talking about, but if anyone can find it, it's you. Rillo, know that I did everything I could not to involve you in this mess. I have nothing but fond memories of our exploits together. Who could ever forget those nights on Castroville, exploring the jungles by day, fending off predators at night, and partying in the city when our task was completed. But we all have a job to do, and I must do mine. Good luck to you, old friend. If you make it out of this alive, let's meet up at Broken Rock at our old dive bar, the Painted Knuckle. When you get there, tell the bartenders that Loba sent you. The first round will be on me. All my love. And then it just signs off. All right. Inherited a problem with this ship. Yeah, it's like having your, what, your car with a, like, seat bomb in it and telling someone else to get in it. Yeah. Yeah. Getting in, there's like an injector seat when you go to turn on the radio. Nevertheless, it is time for starship combat. Yeah, right, no talking. Just shooting. Oh, there's a pre-recorded message. That's the beauty about those. I don't have to respond. (laughs) All right, so... It's your emergency eject. That's what it is. It's my emergency eject. Okay, so the um, start of the round goes to the um, engineering phase. Basically what that is, is like uh, any engineers, uh, captains, or magic officers can now act during this phase. Um, Fortunately for all of you, because the ship is so small, there is no engineering option. So uh, her ship cannot act in this phase. So that leaves uh, Adam. If you want to do something during this phase, now is your time. Now is your chance. Sure, but unfortunately, Oresius is still kind of uh, in a very drunken stupor. You know, I think he just he was woken up by the oh, the sirens blaring up. It's like, <laughs> what be that uh, foul sound I be hearing? Arr. And he kind of just like shakes himself off a little bit, kind of figures out what's going on, and he's like, Arr, be a trouble afoot! Arr! And, looking at my list here, I'm going to... <sighs> Is it worth doing a precognition? Precognition. You use your supernatural senses and a spark of divination magic to see the opponent's motion before it happens. Um, yeah, I think so. I think that's good. If you, you have to make a mysticism check. Um, and then if you succeed, then, uh, the pilot gets a plus two bonus to their piloting check. That's pretty good. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, for right. English, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And that is what I'm going to do. All right. So yeah, it's a DC of your mysticism check is 10 plus one and a half times your starship tier. So that would be 19 is what you're hit, looking to get. Oh, and also, I should bring you to the map, shouldn't I? That would help. Thank, Thank you. you, sir. Wonderful. Uh, unfortunately, Aresius is still... He's still very much feeling the lingering effects of uh, the alcohol he just rushed to as soon as he found it on the ship, and he rolls a two. Oh, no! Yeah, so unfortunately, your, your supernatural senses have failed you at this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As soon as I tried to do it, like a precognition, I just felt uh, a huge prang of pain in my head. Ah! Oh, that blistered hungover. Arr! It be cursing me again. Arr! Okay, yeah, so the engineering phase is over with. Now we go to the helm phase. 
So this is where pilots, uh, captains, and science officers are able to make their uh, rolls. But before we do anything, we have to roll for initiative. And so we roll for initiative every single turn. Um, and initiative, you initiative, <laughs> initiative is unique in starship combat because it actually it goes in reverse. So if you roll higher than me, I actually go first because that basically means you get to see what I do and then get the drop on me that way. So let's go ahead and roll some initiative in the reverse order. And we're, we're rolling our own initiative score, not the ships, correct? Uh, you're making a piloting check. So it's a d20 plus whatever your piloting total skill is. So, uh, the Crimson Claw got a 14 for their piloting check. Um, so you got a 21. Okay, perfect. So that means that even though you got the higher initiative, I still get to go first. And then you get to make your plan based around what I do. Okay, cool. All right, so I will go first. Um, now this thing is a tiny fighter. So again, it's very, very, very compact, uh, meaning it's very fast. Um, okay. Also, at the towards the top of your ship, you should see something called maneuverability, um, like and then like a turn number. That means you have to go that many directions forward before you can turn. So, like for my for instance, my ship has um, a turn one. So, like when, for me to move, I would have to move one this way, and then I can turn in a different direction. Um, but my ship has 14 hex movement. So it's just gonna keep going. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I think it's fourteen. Yeah, speed fourteen. Um, thirteen, and then fourteen. And I'm gonna move it so its forward arc is facing you. Um, and yeah, that's the end of. Oh, and also, this is where you can do stunts. So uh, my ship is going to try to roll for evasive actions. So let me try to do that. I'm just going to use, uh, what is it? Evasive maneuvers. Uh, evade. It's a DC times one and a half times your starship tier. Um, and it makes it. So I get a plus two to my AC and TL for this turn. Um, and now it is your turn, Keika, to do your piloting checks and whatnot. What was that? <laughs> like, hey, hey, Teachers, Arnold. Teachers, like, fell asleep in class. You forgot to ask for our homework. Why? Yeah. Uh, if I do something like moving backwards, does that promote attack of opportunity? No, so in, in Starship Combat, the only time you ever provoke attacks of opportunity is if you move through the same hex as another ship. And then the other thing to keep in mind, too, is for us... So I'm the gunner. Maul is the gunner, and we can only be ten hexes away if you want me to shoot them. Okay, that's good to know, because I'm like... I, will I don't to. know the difference between why I would barrel roll or flip and burn. I don't, I don't know any of these terms. And, like, the other thing to keep in mind, too, is, like, you could run past them and, like, hope they only have guns on the front of their ship. So if they start their turn and we're behind them, maybe that's bad. Okay, so to be ten away, then I just I need to get to this spot here. Uh, no, because we're five away now. How are we five? I'm sorry. So um, so starship combat also works a little bit differently. So instead of using um square grids, now we use like hex hexagonal grids, mm -hmm. and there it's no longer like each grid is like five feet or something like that. It's now just one grid is one space away. Um, so right now you guys are five grids away and you're both facing your forward arcs to each other. So it's it's forwards facing you, your forward is facing it. Okay, so would it be dumb, since we're in the right place to shoot, then it would be dumb to move, right? Um, uh... if, if nothing else, you should look at all of the, um, all of the stunts. Like for instance, I have, uh, I took the evade action. Um, which means that like I got uh, I could do I could still move or not move um, But I got a plus two to my AC and TL for doing that stunt Okay, I, I understand that 
but I don't know the difference between doing a barrel roll, flipping and burning, anything like that. I don't know what those actually do to the ship, even reading this information. I mean, it, okay, so if you barrel roll, the starship moves up to half its speed and flips along its central axis. Yeah, so why would I do that? I, that in certain situations, I guess. See why I don't like being the pilot? <laughs> <laughs> just, just press the eject button. <laughs> Emergency accelerator. Bye. <laughs> oh yeah, you could you could set. There's no real. I would move to the side, maybe, but we we know nothing about the ship, so maybe it just only has cannons on the side. Okay, Keiko's gonna get overwhelmed by all the buttons and not move. <laughs> all right. Okay. Maul, Maul jumps on the cockpit and distracts her, and she can't do anything. There it is. She just also gets distracted by buttons and accidentally fires. Well, that brings us to the gunnery phase then. So um, now that brings us to Maul. We figured this out earlier, but it's your base attack bonus or your skills in piloting plus your um, uh, dex mod. What, what's a crit one get me? Gets you nothing. All However, right. my person rolled a 22 on their... Mm. Um, they're linked plasma cannons. And I'm guessing a 22 is going to hit. Yep. Okay, ooh. This is not good. Alright, you take 19 points of damage to your forward shield. Shield. Shield's medium, oh man. Alright. Guys, our forward shield is at 4. No. Curses. All right, now we get to do everything we just did all over again. So for my uh, for my turn, I don't get an engineering phase. So now, Eurysius, it's up to you. You can do one of your actions. Okay. Um, I'm going to try just for precognition one more time. Um, okay. Just because I think that will help with uh, the pilot and getting her piloting. Um, okay. So in, in, within within this story, like uh, Arrestus is just kind of he's got it together. He's just can see the direness of the situation. So, ah, pull yourself together, matey. Pull yourself from your butt straps and give yourself a precognition attack. Arr! Twenty-five. Yep, that does it. So now, Keka, whenever we're doing our initiative rolls, you get a plus two to that pilot Yay. check. So sorry, you had to write it and cross it out and then write it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it comes time for that um, piloting phase. So let's go ahead and make piloting checks, Keika. I got an 18. 19 plus 8. Ooh, yeah. So then, yeah. So again, I have to go first. Um, so my uh, sheets, let me see here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, my ship is right where it wants to be. So what it's going to do is it's going to just stay there. It's going to move up just one. But while it's moving, it's going to roll uh, evasive actions, try to get that plus two to its AC and TL. Uh, and makes it. So yeah, so now my, my ship is a little bit harder to hit th uh, this time around. Uh, so now it is your turn. If I do flyby... Can I do that even though I'm pointing at it, or do I need to move over to do to fly by it? Uh, so just um, let me see here. Because it says fly by doesn't provoke attack of opportunity. Yeah, and it can move through a hex occupied by an enemy starship. Oh, perfect. So as long as you end up on an on an opposite side of it by the end of your turn, then yeah, go for it. Okay, um, but it's a little bit harder of a piloting skill to do, but I say go for it. Why not? Okay, we're doing it. Um, let's move here. Oh, and for the the arrow roll too. I was reading up on that. If we had a gun on the left and you wanted it to fire on the right, is when you do a barrel roll. No. Oh, thank person. you. Yep. All right. Uh, so you need to make a piloting check to see if that uh, flyby works. Okay. So piloting check. I, do I get the plus two still or no? No, that was just for initiative. Okay. Now, uh, you do have, real quick, before you roll that, your computer has, uh, let me see here, you do have a Mark II Trinode computer, 
which means that all of you can take a plus two to your dice rolls per per round. So basically, Eurystheus can always get a plus two, Kega can always get a plus two, Maul will always get a plus two. Ooh. Um, also, if you look at the very top, it says speed 10. You also get a plus two from that to your piloting checks. So as long as you're piloting the ship, Keika, you always get a plus two to your rolls. Okay. And then if you decide to use the computer, that's an extra plus two. So you can get a plus four if you wanted to. So could I just use the computer now or do I have to yeah. use it for things? Okay. So that would be a plus four because that's for the other plus two, right? Correct. All right. Plus your regular piloting score. What is this about DC equals da 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 uh, that's just the number you're, you're trying to hit with your dice roll. 15 plus one and a half times the tier of your starship. So basically that's uh, 24 is what you're trying to get. All right, so I would take those plus four plus my piloting check and then roll a 20. Yep. Uh, 13. <laughs> Grand total of 13. So four, four plus eight and then I rolled a one. Oh no! Okay, so and that's using the plus two from the. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay, uh... so if you fail this check, your starship still moves as described, um, and the movement does provoke a free attack from that starship as normal. Which just blast us right in the face then. Yeah, so it's gonna get it's gonna get one attack on you. Um, it's gonna be able to attack you twice, once in your forward arc, and then once again in your aft arc. Uh, so here's the first attack. Uh, that is a 17. Uh, I believe that matches. According to the oh, if it's no. a 15, then he does too. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Hopefully it doesn't hurt our four shields. <laughs> That's 26 points of damage to the forward arc. All right, forward shields are entirely dead. All right. And how much damage after the shields? So we took 22 damage after that. So All right, and that's another thing about starship damage, or starship 49. combat. Uh, critical hits happen after a certain amount of damage is taken to your hull outside of your shield. So because you took at least 12 points of damage, that is a critical hit on your ship. I'm going to go ahead and roll a D100 real quick. Now, critical hits don't do any extra damage, but they do start messing with your ship. Um, so I got a 72, which means that your engines are now glitching. <laughs> well, it looks like we're not escaping. <laughs> yeah. So you guys, while that is, while that is in effect, you can't, um, you can't use your emergency accelerator. What? And now I get my second attack off. Prepare the lifeboats. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. The second attack is a 15, so that misses. And that would have been against your aft shields because that's where I'm currently facing you now. Meet my Actually, aft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he does have a, a, a weapon in his aft. Um, so, so, so far, based on what you guys have seen, there is a uh, a weapon in its forward arc and a weapon in its aft arc. Um, now, top of the round, again, engineering phase. Now, this is also where people can start moving, is in the engineering phase. So if like someone else wants to be the pilot or if like Keika, if you want to go into the engineering role, you can um, uh, run over to end the engineering and then like become the ship's engineer and potentially fix that glitching. Um, condition that your ship has right now oh snap yeah let me fix that <laughs> cool okay anybody um, want to be the pilot <laughs> nah. I, I, yeah. i'm a I'm shoot a i'm real good pilot. at shooting i think the only reason why i was a pilot is because my piloting check is so freaking high yep. maul i also apologize i never gave you your opportunity to attack so you do get to attack on the gunnery phase so feel free All to right. roll an attack roll more blasts, a, a crit, a 30. All right, so that is another crit. If you do roll a natural 20, that is still a crit. So, nice. 
Now again, no extra damage. Um, 20 points from our what light beam mounted on a turret. Yep, and that does enough damage right to do a butt. second critical hit. Hooray. So you roll the d100 twice. And then just tell me what those are both times. Oh man. Pressed up a bunch, but I forgot that I rolled one before. 64? Okay, so now my engines are glitching. Okay. And 57. All right, now um, now roll a d4. I like that your engines would be glitching in a way that we're like drifting away from each other in space. Right? Well, like well, both of us, like we both like kind of like yeah. crippled each other's engines. Yeah, we're now facing the opposite way. That's a four. An eye for an eye, bitch. All right, so now its aft weapon is now glitching. So um, my my <laughs> engines are glitching, and my aft weapon is um, a little less responsive. For the listeners at home then, right? We just like flew by each other, got shot twice. Our shield engine went down and their gun and shield, what? Their gun and engine went down? Their, yeah, the the aft engine and the enemy ship. Or it's not the the aft engines and the aft weapon are both glitching. So you guys got a pretty nasty hit off on the ship. It's pretty good. Now, so Keika has moved over to the um, engineering uh, section. So Keika, uh, if you would like to try to fix that, you can um, patch, uh, which means that you would just roll an engineering check. Yeah. And it's uh, equal to 10 plus uh, one and a half times your starship tier. So you would need to get an engineering check of 19 to succeed. Oh, guys, wish me luck not to drop this one. Oh no. We believe in you. Oh no. Oh! oh positivity. Yes! I rolled a five and my engineering is 14. Woo! <laughs> Alright! So yeah, and it only takes one action to patch a glitching system. So yeah, yeah you ha- ha- describe how you fix the engines. <laughs> Kega first kicks the engines <laughs> out of frustration. <laughs> But then she gets down to work on um, and starts, I don't know, with her little tool kit and find, identifies the problem with fixing it. Nice. All right. And then she gives it one good pop before she goes. Very good. <laughs> don't forget it. It's also worth noting, um, while you're in the engineering phase, you can also heal shields during that time with the divert um, action. Um, anyways, uh, Eurysius, if you would like to do your magic officer actions, this would be the time to do them as well. I will, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to give uh, more Sunson's gun a bit more gun power to its gunnery, and I'm going to go a Eldritch shot. Alright. I like it. Is? Okay, so I'm going to roll another Mysticism, and that's going to give me. <laughs> Nat 1, but I have 14, so it's 15. Fortunately, you're still looking for a 19, so that's also a failure. Much like the rest of the actual crew behind the podcast, Eurysius (laughs) is also still recovering from the day before. I thought you were going to call us all failures. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're all just pirates. Um, Okay, so that then brings us to the piloting phase. So, um, Can I get shoes now? Not yet. So you guys don't have a pilot, so you guys are just kind of just like there for the turn. Um, which is good for me, because I rolled a natural one. Um, now it's going to try to use evasive actions. Or no, it's going to try to do a, um, a what's this what's this thing called? Even with its yeah. glitchy aft engine? Well, that's the thing. Like uh, With its glitchy aft engines, I'm going to take a minus two to this check, and I'm trying to try to do a flip and burn. So basically, I'm going to be able to, ju- I would just be able to turn in place and, and shoot at you. Um, let's see here. Oh, I need to get a good one on this. Oh, it needs to be good. It's, okay, 19. Okay, it's a 21, but I take a minus two to that, so it's a 19. And it's a failure. It's a failure. So, because I failed a flip and burn, my ship has to move forward uh, half of its speed, and then it doesn't get to rotate. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right. Maltrasiel's like, I, our engines are dead, but I think they're running away. 
Right. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, it tries. You can see that it's trying to uh, uh, use its engines to like turn around, but like your shot was just well, way, uh, way too well placed, and like the engine just kind of like sput sputters out um, and just makes it go forward. Um, which now brings us to the gunnery phase. But um, what is my range on here? So okay, so I can still hit you, but. I take a minus two to this attack because my my aft weapon is glitching. So, and I think you can still hit me because you're like We're just within range. Yeah. All right, cool. So you can go ahead and roll your attack. I'll roll mine as well. Uh, it's uh, 13, it's a miss. 27. That is a hit and that's in my aft arc. Yeah. So that aft, goes baby. full damage. 23. No, so that's okay. So, um, the critical threshold on this ship is ten, which right. means that's two critical hits. So I need you to roll another, or I need you to roll another two d one hundreds. Ninety one and fourteen. All right, so ninety one is my power core. Oh no! <laughs> and fourteen is as my sensors, but I'm not using those anyways. Yeah, um, so a robot piloting that doesn't need a power core. Yeah, oh no. It needs it. It certainly does. And it can't patch its own systems. Um, okay, so yeah, good. Uh, the opening round was a little rough on you guys, but you guys have definitely found your footing. So this brings us to the start of round three. Um, or round four, I can't remember. Either way, um, now if you guys would like to move around again, it's up to you, or you can stay where you are. That wouldn't be me, right? It would be anybody. Like if, if Maul wants to become captain, if Ursius wants to become science officer, if you want to become pilot, or just anyone can move into any other part of the ship at this point if they wanted to. Oh, oh, that moving around. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, and I, that, and I need to I need to fix these shields, so I'm gonna stay in engineering. Okay. Um, and now we would move into the engineering phase, which again I don't get an engineering phase, so that would be you and Ursius. So. Oh, well, just for everyone listening, our ships have drifted like 10 hexes apart at this point. Yes. Well, my ship is like messed up, man. Uh, nuts. We, don't, we don't have a pilot. Uh, so we're kind of both fucked. <laughs> Floating in space. All to draw and drift away. Drifting away in the empty I mean, I, I mean, I will give you... I mean, you guys don't have a science officer, so you can't really know. But you can start to see that my ship is... It is not looking good at all. A well-placed uh, attack would definitely be able to take it out. Let's go to pew pews. Okay. Uh, is it my turn? Yeah, it's uh, you and Keika, so it's your turns to act. And like Starship Combat, there's no initiative, so it's just you go whenever you want to go. Okay. All right, well, I'm just going to try for another Eldritch shot uh, one more time, okay. just to, you know, Arisius, he's just, uh, just slapping his cheeks, just like... Tch, tch. Uh, pull yourself together, laddie. Uh, we have a battle to end. Uh, we'll not be getting away from us that easily. Uh, and this time, ah, roll from a nat one to a nat twenty. So that's nice. A, that's a total of thirty-four. Yeah. So you have successfully increased your weapons range by five hexes. Oh. Nice. Boy, did uh, Arisius pull his shit together. There it is. It's the morale boost from seeing that uh, other ship get destroyed almost. He may be a rotten drunk, but damn it, he doesn't care. Um, okay, so then, uh, Keika, it's your engineering turn as well. Okay, I'm going to do um, Divert, and it looks like I'm going to restore about 5 what, 5%? Wait, uh, shield points equal to 5% of the PCU rating. Okay. Um, you guys have a PCU of uh, 140, which means that it would be seven shield points would be healed. Okay. Is it seven out of 23? Well, it says 5% PCU rating of Starship's power core up to the shield's maximum value. Yeah, so basically that means that like you would you would heal seven and you can divvy them up however you want. Well, like okay. seven and one in the forward arcs, like or like three in the forward, uh, four in the aft or vice versa. Hey, Maul, which, uh, which shields need... Uh, uh, the, the, the forward. forward? They the All other right. ones that shot us right in the face. It was scary. Okay, so... Okay. I need to roll an engineering check. 
plus, but I, I can do the plus two still for. From the computer, yes. Okay. All right, eight. Uh, Twelve plus eight is a twenty, and that is enough to succeed. Our shields are back online. <laughs> what does it look like when you divert that power? Um, Keiko like shocks herself a little bit, and her fur stands on end. But um, what she sees, like, or hears, like, the hum of the shield come back. And she's like, yeah! And then runs back to the front. You're like that R2-D2, like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Almost, almost, almost. Okay, so it is now the piloting phase. um, And uh, you hear a voice come over the intercoms. Um, Lappy says... If I may be of some assistance, I might be able to help with this piloting of the ship. Oh goodness, yes. I must admit, I don't, I don't much like the idea of having my body and existence destroyed. So let me, if nothing else, help out with self-preservation. Uh, <laughs> so, can I have someone? Can I have one of you roll for Lappy? And Lappy gets a, a ten for piloting. Who's feeling lucky? Sure. I'll do it. All right, so I got a um, 25 for my initiative. 26. Nice. Okay, so I still have to go first. Um, and so the, my ship is going to play it safe. And they're just, they have enough speed. So they're going to, even with their, like, uh, even with their just glitching engines, they still have enough speed to get to where they need to go. So they're just going to try to go for a evasive action maneuver. Uh, that is a failure, though, because uh, it is uh, they take a minus two on all their rolls. Uh, but still, they're going to go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. And then they're going to turn this way so that you guys are in its forward arc. Um, and that's the end of my turn. All right, and we have a drift rating of two, so we can just, we have to go forward two before we turn. Uh, that, no, no, you have a, um, it's a maneuverability or mobility of one. Oh yeah, yeah, one. Maneuverability of one. Okay, so I can turn every movement then, right? Yeah, so you have to go one forward and then, and then turn, and then you have to go one more in that direction before you can turn again. One, and then, oh no. Mark, how do, how do I turn up? Oh, I found it. There you go. There you go. Uh, can I go this way? Uh, so like you either go like, uh, yeah, yeah. So you either go like one or two, like either way. Two. All right. Now you can turn again. There you go. Nice. Three. There you go. You getting the hang of it. Four. Five. We're going to crash into him. Six. Seven. Oh no. Eight, nine. Eat it, sucker. We flew up right into their face. Yes, you did. Oh, and then I'm going to... Can I also do a move? Uh, yeah, you can do a stunt. Lappy. The Lappy can do a stunt. Um, right, they have gonna, a plus 10, remember? We're going to evade. Okay. So, 21. Uh, that is enough to succeed. Great. So we get plus, to our AC, plus 2 to AC. Right. Yeah, that's AC right, other starship. We're two. just outside of your arc. Yeah, so that's the thing. It's in it. It's in a different arc, so I'm not sure it can attack you. Um, so that is, you are now hitting its port shields. Um, so yeah, go ahead and roll an attack. Yeah, we're gonna blast it right in the side. Oh. <laughs> Once I remember what I have to roll. Twenty nine. Oh, that's a hit. Any last words, Loba? Twenty. All right, so you pierce through its port shields, no problem. Um, and that is enough damage to uh, disable the ship. It's not destroyed, but it is disabled. Right. And you guys have won your first starship combat. Good job, team. Good Thanks. job, computer. Thanks, Lappy. Anytime. Anytime you say. <laughs> and in in cases of extreme danger, I will let I will be able to help you out. But know that it takes a lot of computing power for me to do so. 
Same, Labby, same. <laughs> Especially this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially this episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right, so we... the uh, ship before you is completely inoperable. Like, you, the engines are no longer working. Uh, they're, like, it's like the lights are flickering on and off. You can even see from, like, your view screen and, like, cameras and whatnot from the ship. So it is very much, um... Yeah, yeah, you guys, uh, it, it's not destroyed. Like, it, it's still, like, in one piece, so to speak, but it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Right. Uh, can we, like, pull up to it and loot it? My thoughts, exactly. Uh, you want to pull up to it and loot it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess we're already up against it. Give so, us the loot! We'd be taking your booty now. Put on Which... cute spacesuits and dive right out. Yeah, so that means you'll be going into zero gravity, which is a whole other, like, um, a whole can of worms. Uh, the <laughs> ship is, like, extremely small, so, like, you can't, like, you can't, um, uh, like, airlock it next to each other. Well, I gotta look right. up zero gravity rules uh, in Starfinder. Maul will look at Eurysses and be like, hey, dude, can you do, like, any magic to protect me in space? Or her. Magic. Well, now that you be mentioned that there are a little something, there may be something that could conjure up a her. Just give us a moment to think this over. Her, her. Yeah, um, we got like three days to get where we're getting, so might as well blast all your spells if you can. Her, you be right there. Her, her. to be true, to be sure, to be sure, young fella. Her, her. Um... Oh, I don't know. It looks like I have a whole lot. I can use a matter field, but I don't know if I can use that in space. Like, I assume like the rules are a bit different if you're doing this in zero gravity. Unless... Eh? I can do, you create, have, uh, do you have life bubble? Yeah, that's what I I'm do, for. Mm, I do not. I'm sorry. Okay. Right. That's fine. Um, but also, so just remember, you guys have environmental seals on your suits as well, on your armor. Spacewalk? Uh, yeah. I guess this is out of character, but like, how do we get into a ship? Is there just a big hole on this one? Well, I'm glad you asked. Well, first and foremost, unlock it. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, uh, you're going to be moving in zero gravity. Um, movement in zero G is not the same as flight. Um, control movement is difficult without some sort of propulsion, and creatures without something to push off of. Um, often find themselves floating aimlessly. So it could very this could go very well or very bad for you all. Uh, looking through my items, I got a hammock, a tooth. That's about it. Uh. A creature in zero G cannot take move actions to move, crawl, or take a guarded step. If a creature is adjacent to or in the same square as an object, including a wall, floor, or ceiling, or another creature one size category smaller than it or itself, it can take a move action to push off that object or creature, moving at half its land speed in a direction of its choosing. Far away is the ship. Uh, well, if you pull up right next to it, it's probably going to be about like 30 feet away from oh, your airlock. seen so many movies where this goes terribly wrong. <laughs> I got a picture that moves in a okay. given direction continues to move in that direction at the same speed at the beginning of its turn each round without taking any action. So if you miss it. this ship mall, you were literally going to fly <laughs> up into, into space. I got an Aeon Stone. We're all good. Oh my god. If a creature runs into a solid object during its movement, it must succeed at a DC 20 acrobatics or athletics check to safely stop its movement. Failure means that creature gains the off-kilter condition. If a creature runs into another creature during its movement, both creatures must attempt DC 20 acrobatics or athletics to avoid gaining the, so, so, so essentially stop each other. All right, well, maybe maybe Lappy was explaining all that to Maul and you just see him get sadder and sadder. But <laughs> space flight, he goes, ah. Oh. You know what, maybe let's just blow it up and fly away. <laughs> Unless someone has like a lot of rope, 30 feet of rope. 
kick as well. Is there any way we can look for rope on this ship? <laughs> he had uh, ample got opportunity rope? to buy it. Sadly, and... the doctor did not have any rope in the cargo hold. What's that movie? Boondog Saints. We should have got the rope. Got the rope. Oh, what if we can just I'll get into a lifeboat and then we'll blast the lifeboat at it oh, Lord, that's at least the there <laughs> but then how do you be getting back there Mr. Sunset I, I got a ship I don't need to get back oh get my back tomorrow. I just got excited again thinking about taking another ship and sailing it Commandeer, arr! So we'd be commandeering their vessel, is that what you'd be saying? You guys are all still on your ship, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> we're, outside. We're just like at the airlock. <laughs> at this point, um, you it's probably been about like five minutes while you were all discussing this, trying to figure out what, what's going on. Uh, when all of a sudden you hear the red alert, uh, you hear the klaxons come on one more time, just to help everyone out with their hangover real quick. <sighs> Uh, yes, Curse yes. it, Siren! Oh, Lappy's one. like, engaging shields, engaging shields! Um, and you see the ship in front of you, uh, self-destruct in a giant blaze of glory. I told you I should've jumped for it. Hell. Um, it takes out the remainder of your shields, because you are, like, pretty close to it. Um, but it doesn't do any long-lasting damage to the hull. Oh, can I go back there and fix the shield? Uh, or no, well, like the shields will like uh the way that shields regenerate outside of combat is like they'll just naturally regenerate over time. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, outside of combat, like um the shields will just naturally regenerate. It's when you take hull damage that you have to worry about that. Well, I guess Lappy, add one to the kill counter, and let's keep going. Beginning kill counter program. <laughs> Thank you, Lappy. <laughs> um, shall we resume our course towards the diaspora? Yeah, get us to Broken Rock. Very well. Please engage the drift engines. You engage the drift engines. Ganga, I don't know how to do that. I think it's this one. All right. It. Yeah, so again, like the drift engines have to... It's kind of like Star Wars hyperspace where they have to calculate its, like, uh, its route before it actually, like jumps to hyperspeed mm. um but instead of like just, just zooming off in a um like a, at like a, at a faster than light travel mm. what actually happens is like there is this weird um portal that opens up uh, in front of you and um the ship then begins like uh flying into the portal and you enter the drift which is a whole other plane of existence so in Starfinder, this is how they attain faster than light travel. The drift is extremely unique. It's no one really knows how it works, like precisely. Um, like in that, uh, for instance, it takes you today. This time it's going to take you. What did you say? Three days to get to Broken Rock. So basically, like this time from Triaxis to Broken Rock, it's going to take you a few days. But if you were to make that, if another ship was to take the drift and take the same, uh, going from the same like destinations, it can actually take a much shorter time depending on like their route in the drift. It is extremely finicky. Um, the only surefire thing about the drift is that no matter where you are in the universe, you can. It is only going to take up to six days to travel to Absalom Station. So you can travel for years in the drift and go to some far off place in the universe, um, but you but within less than a week's time you would be back in Absalom Station, no problem. That's cool. Um, like I like the rubber banding there. Yes. Can I have all of you also roll a mysticism check? We're trained in it, or just? Yes, if you're trained in it. Yeah, and that's uh, a no okay. from all. Ten. Uh, and twenty-six. 26. Okay, so Eurysius, there's uh, Keika, you probably wouldn't know this um, because you're you're just starting to get your bearings when it comes to the mystic arts. Um, but Eurysius, uh, something that people are discovering about the drift is that 
every time someone uses the drift, depending on how far their their travel is, like how long their their path it's going to be, it will rip a different part of reality from like a different plane of existence and bring it and pull it into the drift. So like yes. there have been like reports of like giant creatures just being ripped from like the plane of fire and just like popping up in the drift just because someone was using it. Entire cities have been ripped into the drift, like, you know, mountainsides, um, just like, you know, different debris. So like the drift is like this weird, can be in some places like just a weird floating area of just like ghastly, ghostly debris. So it seems like a selfish thing to use. <laughs> oh, yes. But again, faster than light travel. Come on now. Yeah, convenience, man. Wow. Who needs this world when we've got others? <laughs> so yeah, you all enter the drift. And the drift, on the outside, it looks similar to space, except there's no stars. Um, what it is, it's just like swirling pools and vortexes. Vortices? How do you say it? What is the plural of vortex? Vortex eye. Vortex. Vortex. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, because multiple Texans are called Tex eye. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Well, I think it's vortices. So just that like swirling right. vortices of like purple energy. Um, and maybe every now and then, like, uh, some, like, lightning crackling in the distance. But maybe that's just, like, a part of the, dr of the plane of air being pulled into it. But you enter into the drift, and you begin your days-long journey to the diaspora. And we'll see you next week. Dun, dun, dun. See you, space cowboys! for joining us. Tales from the Packed Worlds is a Manapod Studios production. For more great tabletop RPG content, head to manapodstudios.com to join our Discord. Stay up to date on what we're playing, chat with fans and cast members, and even join us as a player in one of our weekly streams. We'll see you next time.